Hi, my name is Lydia. And I'm Emma. And we're the hosts of Holy Ship. We are passionate about creating a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, and all things relationships. We think that for so long, Christian spheres have often failed to address these topics with women in a healthy, shame-free, and open way. So welcome to Holy Ship, where we address all the taboo topics in a way that is honoring to you, your relationships, and God. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Holy Ship podcast. We are so glad you all are joining us for another season. This is our first episode in our season on dating. And Lydia and I are so excited to just talk and discuss everything that dating entails. And we can't wait for you to listen. And we're really excited today and kind of all over the place because we're talking about dating. (laughs) And dating is so confusing and so fun and just so, so fresh and funky you know yes so today we're talking about dating you know all of that jazz we thought we'd start off by talking about the show love is blind and kind of the questions that that brings specifically do we think love is blind so emma why don't you hit me do you think love is blind Yeah, so I guess it was good to start off this season by talking about this show because dating is is so like, people are so obsessed with dating that we've turned it into so many different TV shows and Mm -hmm. the newest one being Love is Blind. I mean, it's not like new, new, but the second season just came out and I feel like everyone's watching it. Um, And it just, you know, it got us thinking like, is love blind and obviously the tv show goes into like talk about how it's an experiment and like some for some people it works and for some people it doesn't work Mm -hmm. I personally think it doesn't work at all like even the people that were success stories from the show I don't feel like their love was blind Mm -hmm. um you know like you can you can really yeah, I guess you can love a person from a conversation, but the love of um, marriage is much deeper than just like a conversation that you have through a wall. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something that the success stories all had in common from the show was the commitment aspect. And there's something about committing to a person and and physically committing that grows a love to be like indefinite yes now slight question about that because you were talking about like the love in marriage however hopefully you love someone before marriage so loving before marriage do you think that's blind I see what you're saying like because they technically fell in love yeah without seeing each other technically Mm -hmm. I mean who knows what actually happens they obviously edit things but yeah so I this is something not exactly what I studied in college but (laughs) it's media culture in the art yeah and let me explain why it was important so hang on hang on there is a lot to study in media, but specifically on the psychological and philosophical side. Uh-huh. And what I specifically studied was uh, Marshall McLuhan, who was a media theorist, 
and he wrote all about the medium being the message. Hmm. And I think, you know, to what you're saying, you can fall in love with a person through mm-hmm. a conversation, but you're also following, falling in love with the medium hmm. and not just the message. So like yeah, yeah. The, who that person is mm-hmm. changes when you take them out of that specific medium. Like yeah. if I was to jump right now, we're recording this over Zoom. Yes. You know me in person, but if you only knew me through Zoom and then suddenly you met me in person, Mm -hmm. who I am is going to change a little bit to you because there's been a mediation between us. And Mm -hmm. I think that you could love me for who I am through like a Zoom conversation, but it's, you're not loving me completely. I would agree with that. Yeah. I also, here's another like kind of different variation of this question. So they talk about how love blinds you specifically mm. within like the first couple of weeks, or I guess maybe not love, but maybe infatuation blinds you is what oh, I'm yeah. actually thinking. And how lots of times you don't see red flags for maybe like the first like couple of weeks or first couple of months, just True. because you're so infatuated them. And some of your friends are like, yo, what's going on there? And you're like, what are you talking about? He's great and misunderstood. You know what I mean? But do you think, actually, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I think I just got very sidetracked. No, I, I see what you're saying. Um, there's like, you know, even if we were, even if the love is blind cast, like were to me in person and not blindly, mm-hmm. you know, would they fall in love truly for who the person is or would they be so infatuated? Yeah, yeah. Like, because this whole process, what took four weeks? Yeah. Or was it longer than that? Or they were out of I think the pods it was, for four weeks or something like yeah. that. They were yeah. in like the pods for like three, two weeks. And mm-hmm. then they were out for like another four weeks. I think the whole thing was six weeks. Yeah. But like, right. That whole time could be an infatuation period, you know? Yeah. I think the same goes for like TV shows, like the bachelor there's there's, and you can kind of see it too, like that infatuation mm-hmm. and, and girls thinking and guys for like the bachelorette thinking that they're in love Mm -hmm. but like they don't really know who they're with yeah yeah fully and it's like is that really love or like what is at what point do you know that it Mm -hmm. is love and so I kind of have two segues on the well sub points I guess one like I don't think true love is blind I actually think it's like hyper eyes open Mm. because I think it like sees everything it sees all the cracks all the ugly and still says you know like I see that I'm choosing to stay I'm choosing to love you I'm choosing to honor respect you despite everything that I see about you you know Mm -hmm. so one I don't think love is blind per se that (laughs) that aspect but this kind of brings me to like a different point of Sometimes I meet guys and I am just wildly not attracted to them. Like almost appalled, not appalled. From, okay, that was from, from physical, appearance? from appearance, right? Okay. Like not my type. Yeah. Not liking the looks, but then, you know, been friends with them for a year or whatever. And I get to actually know them. And then all of a sudden I find them physically attractive. Mm. So do you think that's like some sort of like physical blindness? You know what I mean? 
slash like is love blind in that aspect where once you love someone's like who cares what the physical part looks like you know I absolutely agree with that second part you know maybe I I agree with both things that you're saying I do think that you can let physical appearance um sort of like stop you from Mm -hmm. getting to know a person or fall in love and then maybe eventually seeing them as like the most handsome or most beautiful person in the world and so like for that I give the tv show a lot of credit because they're Mm -hmm. removing that aspect um and like and it's forcing people to open up emotionally but you know we also talked about this in our boundary season with like emotional boundaries Mm -hmm. and I feel like this show pushes a lot of emotional boundaries so it's like you know you get one thing but you're losing another Mm -hmm. there doesn't seem to be the right balance but yeah yeah, it's it's very I also think it's it's like that shared experience that like you're both in this experience, right? You're both like sharing as much yes. possible in a couple of weeks, trying to see if like, this is your person. It's like hyper high stakes. Yeah. And then, yeah, we've also talked, I mean, not shared trauma, but like, I guess this would yep, yeah, again, be more of a shared experience, right? Where it's like, yes. maybe not traumatic. Well, maybe all the girls went out with shake, but <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like <laughs> all of like that ex- like experience that you're together, you're close together via wall, but right. You know, yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with that. We talked about this also in emotional boundaries that mm-hmm. like shared traumatic experiences, bring people together, proximity, yeah. so like, you know, location, um, amount, frequency, amount mm-hmm. of times you see this person, amount of times you talk to them increases love or like, or infatuation. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, you know, this is probably a TV show too. I'm not thinking of like, <laughs> I've never watched Naked and Afraid, but that is the show that came to mind. I'm I've never dead. seen it. But like if you put people on like a deserted island and they that's like their only option is those mm-hmm. two people, like they're yeah. gonna fall in love from proximity, frequency, mm-hmm. survival, like it's just it's just gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what I did appreciate and I guess I'm going to take this time to just briefly explain what love love is blind is just for listeners you know we have a range of listeners Lydia it's true it's true (laughs) right so it's a tv show where they get girls and guys together to like date through a wall like they put them Mm -hmm. in pods they can't see each other and they have these conversations till they find the one they want to marry and then after they choose that one you know they propose without seeing each other then they can see each other and yeah um but yeah so to kind of springboard off of this if you will using corporate lingo we love it (laughs) yeah I just want to piggyback and hop skip and jump um so funny uh off of this topic and that is because we're so hyper visual Mm -hmm. um in our world right now with like social media yeah. I think that this is really good because dating has become such a physical appearance battle because mm-hmm. dating is just one swipe away. Like yeah. dating. And that and that leads me to another question that I have for you Lydia. And that is can you fall in love with someone 
over the internet? A hundred percent. Yes. Why, why do you think so? Okay. I think you can fall in love with someone off the internet. I think once you meet them in person, you might fall out of love a little bit. And I will say this because, and I think this is the same as like with love is blind. I think you can totally fall in love with someone. Actually, let me ask a clarifying question. Is FaceTime allowed in this or is it just like texting? Yeah, FaceTime's allowed. Okay. So 100% because I feel like you have a lot of the communication components that you would in a relationship or like getting to know someone at least. Yeah. So I think you could fall in love with them. And again, I think you could fall in love with the person and like who they are and like their life experiences and how that shaped them. I do think, I don't think this goes for every case, but once you meet them in person, seeing how they interact with other people is a huge component of how you see someone. And then like by proxy, like in person, how like they treat you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think if there's someone on the internet, they're like one way when they're texting, but then, you know, they treat the waitress horribly or they treat their friends horribly. And you see that and you see that interaction. I think that can cause you to fall like out of love a little bit or like take a step back. Okay. But I don't think that's like always the case, right? Like some people are just nice people and aren't going to treat people around them horribly, you know? Right. Well, that just affirms my stance and that from, so like going back to McLuhan, Mm -hmm. Another author, um, Neil Postman, wrote about this um, in a book. It's called Amusing Ourselves to Death. Very good for like media studies. Mm -hmm. But it it talks about how the medium determines the content. So when you're saying like, oh, this person like would do it differently in real life. Well, not differently. You just haven't had a chance to experience that part of them. Right. And thus saying like Mm -hmm. the medium has determined its content. Like you would almost prefer being with that person through a screen if that's how you fell in love with them. I don't, I mean, yes, but I also don't think you necessarily have to prefer them that way or like prefer to be with them like that. I think you could just be like, yeah, this is done. You know what I mean? But it does affect. Oh, a hundred percent. Who the person is. Yeah. Based off of how you meet them. Mm Mm-hmm or have a relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been so fascinated. And obviously there's that whole like catfishing thing. (laughs) You could fall in love with a fake person. Right. So then were you even in love? You were, you were in love. A tree falls in a forest. You were in (laughs) love. (laughs) You were in love with the content that the media determined. Yes. But I think you're still in love, whether it's a real person on the other side or not. Yeah. TBD. That's true. That's fair. So yeah, I'll give it to them. This actually brings me to a second point talking about free guy and AI. Okay. Okay. It did rhyme and I'm just loving that anyway. So in free guy, is there like AI dating? Is that a thing? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. This is insane. Okay. Like literally the metaverse. Absolutely. Listen, this is what I do for a job is research the metaverse. So bear with me. (laughs) This is my wheelhouse. Um, So basically in free guy, it's this video game and you know, you have like the people who enter the game and are playing it, but then there's also like the little like random people who walk around and are just kind of like part of the game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So behind some people or the players, there's a person in the real world. And obviously you can interact with other players. And again, like on the internet, you could like start technically dating another player. Right. Right. But in this movie, 
there's two creators who created part of this video game or whatever, kind of confusing, but they had to obviously create like kind of this like person for each of the like fake people that are in the game. However, the way they created it was using like artificial intelligence and they created this one who eventually evolved to become a self thinker. So basically he then developed a personality. He developed the ability to talk all of this stuff and was interacting with players who were real people, but they all thought he was a player because you can't necessarily tell, right? So it's the matrix. I have actually never seen the matrix. So I have absolutely no Girl, idea. You're but... describing the matrix. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so this I, is like a newer version, I guess maybe it was That's a great cool. movie. That's all I can say. And it had Ryan Reynolds. So can I oh, okay. Wrong? Yeah. I um, should watch it. But basically she falls in love with this guy. He falls in love with her, but he's artificial intelligence. So she fell in love with artificial intelligence. And then it's like, what do you, what do you do with that? Yeah. So then obviously this is a movie. So let's take this kind of real like life. Avatar okay? too. Yeah. That is kind of like Avatar. I said this so confidently. I've never seen Avatar. Either. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it didn't have Ryan Reynolds in it. Anyway, are those the blue people? Yes. Okay, those yeah, are the yeah. blue people. Yeah, I've never seen that. Okay. I think I was too young when that came out. My parents were like, how about no? So anyway, taking this to a real world, real world example, there's a startup called Sonatic. And they created the first artificial intelligence that can flirt. Okay. Now what they're doing with this, genuinely no idea. I haven't researched it enough, but I read this whole news article on it. And basically they've perfected quote, this is a quote from them, perfected subtle emotions, non-speech sounds like laughing and breathing. And basically this artificial intelligence can flirt with you. So then this has become like a real problem. Like, could you fall in love with artificial intelligence? And then let's take it back to the metaverse. Metaverse is a huge topic right now. People are entering the metaverse. You can like interact with other people in the metaverse, almost like free guy. Okay. But they're actually like real people or the matrix or avatar, whatever it's real life. Now <laughs> who even cares what the title is? This is just the life. You know, this is another example of imagination proceeds invention. Kind of scary. That's fair. I will 100% give that to you. Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, kind of lost track of what I was saying. Oh, but there's weddings happening in the metaverse between yeah. players. Yes. Which is crazy to me. And the way the world's like going with everyone like highly adopting the metaverse and cryptocurrency and NFTs, it's like you can genuinely have a life in the metaverse mm-hmm. and like you could like have a job there. You can like, again, you can have a wife in there where it's like not even just a video game, like that could like legally be your wife. Granted, most people know each other in real life and they choose to have a ceremony in the metaverse. But like, what if you didn't know each other in real life? Can you say though, that those people are in love, like truly in love? Genuinely? Okay. This is getting into real gray area, but I think, yes. Because you said yes for like online. I think more so in the metaverse because you're watching them interact with other objects or AI or people. That's wild. Again, this is all very like, woo, up in the gray area. Um, Would I choose to fall in love this way? Probably not. Yeah. But I think there are a lot of people, one, that would prefer that and have done this or will do this. So it's just a very interesting topic. 
it's just it's can you so tell wild. I get fired up about the metaverse absolutely well I just get all jazz talking about dystopian future because because if it's been in a book it's gonna happen <laughs> I just think of like brave new world and like is this all an illusion I think about this 100% of the time this is, has nothing to do with dating but I'm on this TikTok no, world does. where Oh, I'm saying what I'm about to say. Oh, never mind. I'm on this like TikTok <laughs> channel or whatever it's called, like for you thing, whatever. For um, you page. Well, yeah, whatever. You know how there's like clean talk or whatever? I'm on like Matrix talk. And <laughs> basically, they're saying like, what if everything we know is fake? Because lots of people have these like shared common experiences that no one else recalls. And it's like all of a sudden they saw like their car get hit and then they open their eyes and their car's fixed. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, what? No, so anyway. I absolutely don't know what you mean. Okay. Well, but to circle back, <laughs> to circle back to dating, I think that one, yes, shared experiences bring people together. So I guess that's what the metaverse would have mm-hmm. in common or online dating. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I think that if love is, you know, reduced to like feelings, um, mm-hmm then I think that these are all viable ways to fall in love. I just think of like the test of love is a lot. What is the test of love? It can't be through the metaverse. Like I just refuse to think that it is because it's, it's what we said in our first episode, it's commitment, covenant, consummation. Okay. I don't see how you can really do all three of those virtually. Wait, did we say love was consummation? No, love is different. This is kind of okay. You know, well, that's what you just said. But <laughs> no, I it could be like a test. Okay, okay, yes, yes, yes. But yeah. my thing is, I think you can love again. You love someone before you marry them. Right. I think when you're married, love becomes a lot different and a lot more real because it's like actively sacrificing, right? Right. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like you could love people with more than just feelings. Yeah. And that's why I said there's definitely that, like the first aspect, like commitment. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's really good. Like, yeah. And, and, you know, I've known a lot of people and I myself have online dated Mm -hmm. a lot. I mean, you can just Uber eats a date, essentially just keep swiping. And I know people who've been on like, like have met their significant other on the internet. So I think that it is possible. It's just really, Mm -hmm. it's just really different. And I don't know, especially being in like long distance relationships and having like virtual dates, if you will, they're good, Mm -hmm. but it's just. Yeah. Obviously I think most people, including myself would prefer to be in love in person, to meet a person in person and like to date in person. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, you're long distance. So like a lot of your stuff does happen virtually, you know, but it's like, obviously there's a component to being in person. That's way better. Yeah. Is that the, just the physicality or is there more to that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, to bring it back to love is blind. I think the, the show did did show or reveal mm-hmm. that you know people are wanting to have that mm-hmm. like you know real love and all the different 
ways um, that one can have like the emotional, the physical Mm -hmm. um, connection. But yeah, I just, you know, I just get fearful thinking that one day, like you said, most people would prefer to like meet in in person and fall in love. I don't think. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just like fearful that one day that might not be the reality anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause it's just, it's so much easier. Do you mean like by preferring like dating apps over like going out, going out and, and like meeting, meeting someone? Yeah. That and, and even like with the metaverse, like if you could go into a world where you could tailor your dating experience mm-hmm. to how you'd like yeah wouldn't that be preferable I think in some aspects I will say and we actually talked about this in our episode with Hannah Tarbuck but I think dating apps at least for me are helpful especially when I see someone I know on them because I'm like oh like they're open to dating or whatever whereas like sometimes I don't know Mm-mm. and I'm like too afraid to like ask or whatever so like it would give me more courage to like ask them out in person knowing that they're looking for a relationship that's true because I've seen them on apps and I feel like lots of people would prefer to meet someone in person but it's like especially with COVID it's like how do you meet someone like when yeah. people aren't going to bars anymore when like they're like you know like there's not huge social gatherings like there used to be or parties or like different things so yeah I don't know but I still yeah, feel like a lot of people on dating apps would prefer to meet someone in person, but it's like, maybe their like life style just doesn't allow them to go out and meet someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It is all very, very interesting. But yeah, these are just like thoughts that I've had about dating. And obviously mm-hmm. through the season, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about, you know, everything yeah. it has to entail and go over some questions that have come to our minds and as well as our, our guests' mm-hmm. um, minds. But yeah, it's, it's super entertaining. The world loves dating just as a cultural concept. It's true. Why we are so enamored with it, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's exciting. It's new. Like when you're dating someone, it's like, could this be the person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because we actually talked about in one of our episodes how like it could be dangerous, like constantly going out to date and thinking like, oh, this could be my person. Oh, this could be my person. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and like project projecting a future onto them before you even know them. Yes, I do think that's dangerous. But I think like why we're so enamored with dating is because it's like holds like possibility and like the potential of something, you mm-hmm. know? That's true. Yeah. And it's like fun because like they're taking you out on a date or you're going to a fun restaurant and like it's you're getting so dressed true. up and yeah. Yeah. The energy when dating is unmatched. And that's why I'm a big proponent to keep dating when you're married. A hundred percent. You don't yes. want to lose that, that energy, if you will. Throw it back to the episode with Dan. Yep. Intimacy. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, keep, keep dating, keep having fun. Um, I, I'm not going to say go ahead and jump into the metaverse together. <laughs> listen, I'm not saying that either, but listen, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you could follow up on there. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is the whole, whole study. Yeah, it's fascinating. I do think that media 
studies and dating could go hand in hand in this day and age. Yes. So I agree. Yeah. This was just a whole bunch of thoughts, wasn't it? (laughs) Well, thanks everyone for listening to all of our thoughts and random ramblings and sidetracks. You can see how, you know, our brains work very well through all of these little rabbit holes. But as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can either DM us or email us at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support us, please make sure you like our podcast, follow it, subscribe, leave a review and a rating that really helps us out a lot. So bye friends.